So today we're here with Alfredo Urango. Alfredo is a prolific wholesaler on his 30s. He's been in the business for over five years and strictly wholesaling for three. He has completed more than 50 wholesaling deals by himself, and he's the proud son of Feralba and Alfredo. And we're very happy to have him in the show. Real estate investing for you. This is Pod Success. Pod Success. With Joe Arias speaking to investors about the pitfalls and successes of remodels. These are top real estate investors. These are experts in the business. And this is Pod Success. Pod Success. Here is Joe Arias. Eric, thank you so much. We're here with Alfredo. Alfredo, how are you? Great. Feeling great. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for being on the show. No problem. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, Alfredo, just, uh, you know, give us a little bit of context of who you are. Tell us a little bit about you. Um, you know, where, where, uh, where are you originally from? And then we can talk a little bit more about business in a little bit. Well, I'm originally from Los Angeles. Uh, and I had no clue what wholesaling or real estate was growing up. And uh, only after college where I had to kind of figure out what I was going to do uh, with my life that I kind of kind of fell into real estate. I was kind of Googling, uh, how do you become rich? And so wow. the first thing that came up uh, for me was real estate. But uh, with real estate, uh, you need money. I mean, most people think you just need money you know, to get uh, into real estate. Uh, but uh, I didn't have any money at the time, so I had to figure out a way around. I had to be creative. And so I looked into how do you do it without any money. And so I learned about uh, wholesaling actually through uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad and reading uh, his books and going to events and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't actually learn. I mean, I took classes and stuff like that, but it's not enough just taking those classes. You kind of have to be mentored and um, you have to network to really get what you need to know to be able to do wholesaling. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. so you have to actually implement it, so right? The knowledge. Yeah. That, that part is a critical uh, part to uh, wholesaling, being able to implement. A lot of people will take like courses and stuff like that, but without any kind of guidance, it's super hard to do. Uh, I remember getting started like uh, five years ago and it took me like a year, year and a half before, you know, I was closing my first deal. It's just, Listen, I, tru I truly admire you. Yeah, so, you sorry to cut you off there. I truly admire you because I know that you, you know, you've been in the business for a few years. It's been like five years and uh, three years yeah. doing wholesales. And, you know, you've done over 50 deals on wholesales. That's, that takes a lot of yeah, dedication. Yeah. Uh, I built the system and uh, we're doing, still doing deals today. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Uh, Alfredo, let's, let's back it up a little bit. I, you know, Tell me about your mom, your dad. you have any brothers and sisters, any siblings? Yeah, I have a brother and sister. They're older than me. They're not in real estate. What do uh, they do? Uh, they do insurance and uh, education. Nice. And then what about your folks? Uh, so my dad, he's retired. He was a pastor. And my mom is an office assistant. That's awesome. Um. Yeah. So do, do you, th so basically I'm hearing that, like you were saying before, there was no like real estate foundation before you kind of like created your own career, right? Yeah. I knew absolutely nothing. <sighs> I knew no one. What were you doing before uh, you got into real estate? 
I had just graduated uh, from college with an art degree. Okay. Yep. And then at that point, I had to get a job. I, you know, started working at a warehouse, you know, to make some money. But that's when I was like, oh, there's got to be a better way to make money and make more of it. Hmm. Um, I know that I, I've, you know, I've, I, I know people that you've uh, coached and you mentored and you know, I know that you're a very generous person and you're heavy on like mentorship. Um, can, can you talk a little bit about mentorship and, and, you know, I, you know, did you have any in the way, did you have any mentors? Um, and, and, you know, what do you think about mentorship and the importance of mentorship? It's absolutely critical have mentorship because it's not enough to just watch videos because yeah you can watch the videos and you can implement what those videos say but it's one thing to just do it and there's another thing to do it the right way and doing about it like going and doing enough of it to get the results and the only the only way you can do that is by actually seeing somebody and working with somebody so they can kind of guide you into doing it and so that's where i had struggled in the beginning is i didn't really have any mentors Uh, and so I just try to figure everything out for myself and it's very, very hard. So how did you do it? Like, how was your, you know, how was your, your first deal? Like how many months were since you, since you make the decision to actually have your first deal and, you know, did you actually close the first deal and, and did other deals didn't close before? Would you mind kind of, you know, drive us, driving us through that process? Yeah. Um, So my very first deal, I actually just locked it up uh, on my own, but I wasn't able to sell it. Um, and then I thought, man, you know, doing this by myself is really hard. Let me try to see, find somebody who can help me do it. And so I actually, uh, through networking, uh, I found somebody who was doing wholesaling. And so I went ahead and actually became their assistant and then learned through them as they were wholesaling and that kind of guided me into, you know, creating systems for myself. And since you started, that's really good. Since you started uh, being an assistant, how many months did it take you until you, you got your first deal close? It took me two weeks. Wow. That was pretty quick. Yeah, it was really quick. Um, what I had done was I just blindly threw out a lot of offers, uh, And because the infrastructure was there to help me close it, I was able to do the deal. Would you mind sharing about, you know, um, about the first deal? Like, how was it? Where was it? How much money you made? Um, how long was in the... In yeah. The, yeah. Go for it. Uh, so the first very first deal was, um, basically, I was just throwing out offers, threw out 30 offers uh, on on-market deals right at listing price. And so you shouldn't do that, by the way. Don't just throw out offers at listing price. I mean, there were fixers. I, you know, I give myself that much credit. But don't throw, because you got to be able to comp the deals and know what you're doing. But, I, you know, I put a lot of offers out there and eventually somebody accepted one of my offers. Uh, and uh, and so I was really excited. It was a property, I think, in La Habra. Uh, and we picked, we got it locked in at $700,000. Uh, and so then I showed it, uh, to the guy I was working with and he was like, what are you doing? You know, this is not a good deal. Uh, let me show you. And he started comping the deal in front of me and, and he's like, oh, we really need this deal at 650,000. And I'm like, what? 
and he's like, yep, got to go back to the, the agent and tell him we need it lower. And so, uh, you know, I did that. I called up the agent and he was like really pissed, by the way. Uh, when I told him we had to get it lower, he's like, what are you doing? It's so unprofessional. Uh, you can't just go into offers and ask for price reductions right off the bat. And he's like, I'm like, well, nothing I can do. Uh, and so we hung up the phone. The next day he called me up and he's like, let's do the deal. So we got the paperwork signed and I brought it back to you know my mentor at the time. And he's like, okay, great. Now we got the deal. But uh, then, uh, you know, he brought another person to come check out the deal. And you, the other guy was like, you guys are totally off on this deal. Wow. You need this deal at $550,000. So as opposed to, you know, six fifty, we needed it at five fifty. That was $100,000 more to the 50000 Yeah, because if you comp incorrectly, now this was kind of like a, a weird kind of deal because this property happened to be in a certain area where uh, basically the values changed drastically, kind of like part, parts of LA. Uh, where, you know, in a neighborhood, it, it basically, it goes up by a lot in value. This happened to be in the lower part versus the higher part where we were comping it. And, and so he just told me we had to get it at, uh, 550,000. He's like, sorry, buddy, you got to go and talk to the agent again. And, you know, I spoke to the agent and these guys, now he was just like really furious. Uh, he, he was like livid. Um, uh, he, I, he was like cursing on the phone and whatnot. And, uh, you know, he said, you know, this is never going to happen. You know, you know, we're going to cancel this. And so we hung up the phone. But the next day, called me back and it's like, let's do the deal. I guess wow. he had talked to the seller. And the seller decided to, to just go with it. Uh, and That's a $150,000 reduction from the original price. Yeah. And so, you know, then I got it under contract and I brought it to the other guy. And he's like, hey, buddy, I made another mistake. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, uh, we were off again. And he said, we needed it at $500,000. And I'm like, the guy doesn't want to talk to me anymore. He wants to talk to somebody else. He's like, don't worry. I'll take care of it. Uh, I'll, I'll work on it. And, uh, and so the guy managed to lock it up uh, uh, for uh, $500,000. And uh, we ended up selling it. Uh, we got like a, a ten thousand uh, dollar upsale. Sold it to five ten, and I ended up making it making you know like five grand. Five thousand, and you took it down from like you know seven hundred to five hundred. That's two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot. I mean, it's not. Un- I mean, I've done it before, um, and the people that I've worked with, it's just. Some deals are priced in incorrectly, um, in both in the minds of the sellers and or you know a listing agent listing a property, and all that really matters is are they ready to you know make a deal happen? Part part of it is luck, but another part of it is knowing what you're doing. And and how with the information you know now, you know with over fifty deals and years of experience, how do you look back and assess that first deal? That you maybe you had it, but you didn't know you had. What was it as a skill set? So that part is, is that part was a little bit of a fluke. There was no real system behind it. It was just a matter of putting out the offers. So I put out a lot of offers at the time, 
uh, and I managed to, to hit this one. Um, and they were just motivated enough to, to work the deal. So when you run into motivation, uh, that's when you can really be doing the deal. But the only way to do that is to consistently put out a lot of offers. Yeah, but you, you also have to have some some cash for the EMDs, right? Or you would you would do like a $1,000 EMD. Yeah, so that's where, you know, partnering up really makes sense. And um, if, if on in California, on market deals, you have to put around, you know, anywhere between 1% and 3%, which mm -hmm. usually ranges between five dollars and $15,000. And so luckily, the people I was working with, they had the money to put in the deposit to, mm -hmm. to get the contract. Yeah. I mean, so you know, it wasn't my rule, rule number one in real estate is everything is negotiable. And, and I know that the protocol, the industry standard is 3% for the earnest money deposit, the EMD. So it's good that you actually had a partner that could, you know, take all those deals at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I recommend for people to partner up uh, with other people if they don't have the means, you know, at the first you have to just share the profits uh, and not be greedy. Absolutely. That's very important. I think I think that you nailed it. I think that the importance of not being greedy and being generous, it's something that applies not only for like wholesaling, but it applies to life, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people who uh don't aren't willing to you know partner up uh with other people, they tend uh to kind of slow themselves down a little bit. I mean, some people still become successful at it. Don't get me wrong. You can do it all by yourself, but it just takes a lot longer. And a lot of people just don't end up, you know, getting the results they want. Absolutely. And then are you still working with this gentleman, this partner, or you guys part ways already? Uh, I, no. Yeah, we parted ways um, uh, like a year and a half ago, two years ago. And since then, I've just been doing my own deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, you know I started my own company and now I'm just uh, you know I can wholesale my own properties, so it's great. That's awesome, um, Alfredo. Share with us how you know wh where you know obviously you know all our students are listening to this. Um, you know their opportunity to buy properties from you. It's you know it's 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 available. Um, tell us a little bit. How do you find the deals? Uh, do you find them from the MLS? Do you do marketing campaigns? Like, what is your, your secret? So I have uh, three ways in which I, you know, get my properties. The first way is on-market deals. A lot of people think you can't do on-market deals, uh, but you certainly can. You just got to, you know, know what you're doing, put in the offers, make good connections, uh, make sure they truly know that you can close on the properties and you can get some decent deals on-market still. It just, you know, takes a little work. The second way is I have agents who bring in pocket listings. And so they do their own market. They find sellers who uh, want to sell their property but don't want to put it on the market. And they bring it to me. And then I put in my offer and we get it under contract and then I resell it. The third way is I have virtual assistants who are calling uh, tax delinquent and pre-foreclosure uh, sellers. When I get a lead from there, we uh, I bring somebody in to help me close it, and then we do deals like that too. Wow, that's incredible! So, number one, there's a myth with the MLS. There are deals you need to know where to find them. Number two, off-market deals from relationships that you have with agents, right before they actually go to the MLS. And number three, VA yeah. uh, virtual assistance for delinquent deals. Is that is that what it is? For mortgages that are delinquent? Yeah, tax delinquent. 
tax delinquent and pre-foreclosure, that just means that people are behind on taxes and they are behind on payments. And then you have like a virtual assistant, you know, from, is it like, you know, just to get a little detail, I think this will bring value to people. Um, do, do you use a specific company for the VA? Do, is it at Upwork or Fiverr or, do, you know, now you probably have someone, but how did you find this VA? Yeah, uh, I used to use Upwork, but it's a little more pricey than I started using Fiverr. Oh, okay. Any other companies you recommend? No, those are the two best ones. I mean, there are other companies out there, uh, some, you know, even American ones, but they're, they're, they're really pricey. You're, you're talking about 15 to $20 per hour mm. versus Fiverr where it's like four to $6. Yeah. So you're pr probably getting someone from like India or Pakistan or right. Yeah. Yeah. And so what, what, uh, what's the name of your, of your VA? Do you have one VA or you have several? Uh, I have, a. Several VAs. Uh, uh, one is named Zernab, and she's really good. She's really on uh, on it. She's uh, she does really well. So, did you obviously you have to teach them right when they started? Um, can you help us, like, help us a little bit with the process of educating? If if our students want to get a VA, um, how does it work? Like, you know, what's the the one two three step? So uh, the one two three step would be uh, first. There's a lot of VAs out there who actually have already real estate training, mainly not specifically for wholesaling, uh, but they have real estate training where they probably called for a real estate agent who you know is trying to get expired listings or done something like that. And so you want to try to find somebody with some previous experience, number one. And then number two, you want to make sure that you get an audio file from them to hear what they sound like. Make sure that they have the same, um, uh, they kind of, they Uh, don't sound like they're from anywhere else. And so, and number three, uh, you just got to make sure they're doing what they're doing uh, and kind of give them like a, a trial. Don't expect them to get results right off the bat. You have to make sure um, that they are actually doing what they're supposed to do. And the best way to do it is just to record them, to have some kind of software to record their calls. That way you can kind of listen in uh, when they do do the calls because you don't want to just trust people you want to trust and verify to make sure that mm. they're actually doing what they're doing uh, a, a lot of success in this business has to do with you know if you're already looking to expand uh, is to make sure you're getting the right people on your team because you get the wrong person that can cost you thousands of dollars that's very good advice uh, you know we're as strong as our weakest link right yeah very important especially in business yeah so so you you train her She's been working with you. Uh, she calls, uh, you know, how do you get the leads? Where do you get them? Do you get them from title reports? Um, you know, you talk to uh, uh, escrow companies. How, how, do you, how do you go about it? So uh, you can go uh, on different software. You can use different software like Property Radar, uh, PopStream. I've used both of those. Uh, uh, and you can use ListSource to pull up pull from list source all those you get as long as you're putting uh, you know good filters in there then you know you can you can get uh, the right kind of list this is very good thank you so much for sharing this this is you know I think this will bring value property rater list source and then what was the other one so property rater list source and pop stream those Props. three are very good Alfredo, what is your lead process? How do you, how many people you contact? How do you stream it? 
So basically, uh, uh, you know, lately I've been using PropStream, which is great. Uh, and I pull a thousand leads at a time. So I'll pull a thousand and then I'll have my virtual assistant call those thousand people. From there, I get that, uh, I get the feedback. So out of maybe, uh, I mean, we get like, out of those thousand, I probably get like two or three people who say they're interested in, uh, selling their property or they want a number for their property, in which case I'll bring in someone from my team, uh, like a broker, broker associate to come in and close those, uh, properties, uh, for me to, to the follow up. And then, so from a thousand deals, you're able to filter and maybe get three percent. Oh, it's it's less than three percent, right? It's a point three percent. Way less. Way less. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really low. Wow, it's a lot of work. How do you think? Cause, yeah, that, that's the part. That's, yeah, go ahead. That's the part that's uh, very uh, hard for a lot of people. They don't know what that conversion rate is. Like they think, well, I'm gonna call twenty people a day and I'm gonna get a deal. No, you're not. You need to call a lot more than 20 people a day. How many conversations? Because there's calling and then there's conversations. You can call 100 people, but you actually have 20 conversations. How do you value from, if you want to get three leads, yeah. is that like calling a hundred, like 1,000 people or having 1,000 conversations? So if you call, if you're getting a 10% uh, conversion rate on the call, so let's say you call 600 people when you get a hold of 60, then out of those 60, you should get like three people wow. who are interested in hearing you out or interested in an offer. Got it. You know, it, it takes a lot of calling. I, I imagine uh, it's, it's almost like being an agent, right? When you have to call and do a lot of prospecting and, and make sure you call a lot of people to get a, to get a listing. Yeah, it's exactly like being a real estate agent. Because uh, an agent, the way an agent makes their money is they... They're calling expired listings. Uh, they call expired listings, and they're trying to get a a person to relist with them. The reason it works is because they know that this person has already listed the property, and so you have a good chance of getting a you know a, a listing from them. Now, when it comes to us as wholesalers, we're not going after expired listings. We're going after people who are motivated because they're you know behind on payments or behind on taxes or. Uh, they show some sort of uh, motivation for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's not the only way to get deals. You can always, you can also go after probate deals, code violations. There's a lot of different kind of lists uh, out there. Uh, Got it. So, what what is like the the life, the routine on on Alfredo uh, Rirango during the day? Like in, you know, daily, daily. So you wake up. Uh, how's your day structured inside of wholesaling? So uh, you want to start the day, I send out, you know, anywhere between like 10 and 50 offers out there on market deals. Uh, I do that daily. I also, uh, you know, prep the list. You want to, you know, get the filters in and, you know, you download your list and you send it to uh, the virtual assistant in which the virtual assistant makes making their calls. And you also want to, you know, check uh, your CRM for, um, for any uh, deal that, you know, might be good. And so anybody who's motivated, then uh, I then move that over into another CRM where I have uh, uh, other people following up on it. They follow up and then I follow 
up with them to see if they uh, have had any luck with any of their deals. If they have, then, uh, you know, we'll work on contracts, sending out contracts. And then uh, from there, I uh, you just do the whole thing o- over and over again until you get a deal on a contract. Once you have a deal on a contract, uh, I prep it. Uh, uh, and I send it out through email to the investors. And then from there, you know, I get the feedback. Uh, once I have the feedback, if somebody's interested, I, uh, I set up a showing to go to get them to the property. They see the property. And if they're interested, I'll have them wire uh, my deposit plus any extra uh, that's in the deal, like anything, I mean, any upsell of the property. And then from there, I help them close it and we get a check, you know. That's incredible. When the property closes. So, like, what's your average uh, uh, profit per deal? Anywhere between five and 15000 It's normal. Wow. And what's, a, what's the, been the biggest uh, um, commission you ever got? Uh, it's like uh, 45000 Wow. Really good, right? For, like, a few weeks of work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, once you get it down, uh, there's quite a bit of money to be made. Yeah, I know that that people think that you know wholesaling is easy, and it's actually very complicated. Um, you know, they, they say that complicated. It, it's not quite complicated. It just takes a lot of effort and the right time invested. Um, would you agree with yeah. that? Yeah, you're exactly right. It takes a lot more effort than people uh, are aware of. So. The thing is, it's like it's tricky because wholesaling, uh, it's it's really it's really simple concept, right? You put the deal under contract, and then you you then assign it to an investor, and then you make your money. It's really really simple. That's what kind of attracted me. Uh, it was simple, and you don't need really you don't need money to kind of get started. But those two things are actually not true. Uh, you uh, while. It's not that you don't need money. You need somebody's money to get, you know, this whole ball kind of started. Um, it's really hard to, you know, do marketing with no money. And it's also hard to put a deposit with no money, right? So you do need partners um, to do that sort of thing. And it takes longer than most people think also uh, to get uh, the marketing going and uh, to uh, try to at least, get, you know, get your first deal. A lot of people want to do it like really fast, but doesn't always happen that way uh, with a lot of people. It takes mm. a little while, but then once you figure out the uh, how much you need to do to actually get a deal, then you know you can you can you know do a lot of deals because then you you can just do more of what it what it is you're doing. Absolutely, and you've done more than fifty deals in three years. Not that many people have yeah. have the chance to say that. What do you think it takes? No to be a successful wholesaler? Like what attributes as a human being? So there's a couple of things that are really, really important. So number one is doing this part-time is, is not possible. You can't, you can't think you're going to be doing it part-time and be successful. Now that doesn't mean that you can't have a job and also be wholesaling and making, doing deals. It's just that if you have a job, you got to make sure that this is your second job. Like That's you're right. putting more than full-time on also wholesaling. That means you can't really have a life, you know, when you're, you're doing this. And a lot of people are okay with that, the ones who are successful, because, you know, they know that they're, you know, they're making money on the wholesaling and that's what they care about. And you kind of have to give up a lot of um, stuff in the beginning. So that's number one. It's like critical. 
Number two, you got to know what you're doing. Uh, and so that's where the mentorship comes in. If you don't know what you're doing, like you can kind of be running around trying to figure out, but everything has to be right in your system. Every single part of your wholesaling business n- needs to be right. If, if one part is missing, then, you know, you're not going to be doing deals. If you're, if you're not closing right, if you're not getting the right kind of list, if you're not getting the right kind of phone numbers, if you're uh, not getting the properties at the right price, they're not going to be closing. There's so many things you have to get right in order for the whole thing to work that it's really hard to go and just do it by, uh, by yourself. Yeah, it feels like it takes a lot. You know, it can take time to get those systems right. But I really, I'm really interested in those systems. I, I think a lot of people want to hear about what are your systems? Do you have like a big board where you have like, you know, um, in escrow and about to purchase and how, how do you, like, do you move them? What are your systems? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I try to make it simple. I just use Excel. And so in Excel, you can create multiple tabs. Uh, and so I have a tab for properties that we have in the contract. I have a tab for uh, properties that we're putting offers on. I have tabs for different people working different deals. Uh, yeah, so you can just use Excel. You don't have to you know, pay a whole bunch of money for a CRM um, to, to keep track of your deals. Got it. And that, that suffice for you, that system. Um, do you have, you know, you mentioned uh, VA, uh, you know, uh, you, you, do you use any marketing? Um, do you send mailers? Um, I know you make phone calls, but do you have any other sources of marketing? So um, that's the other thing I recommend to people is not to have a lot of different ways of marketing because you got to be able to make one work. And so if you have a whole bunch, you're not very good at any of them. And when you're not very good at any of them, then you're probably not going to be doing deals because you are competing against other people out there doing the same thing. Uh, it's not just you. So I recommend people to just focus on one way. And once you get good at it and start getting results, then you can think about trying another way. But first focus on one way uh, to get leads. So uh, I didn't just start off you know, doing all the three ways that I mentioned. It took me progressively time to figure out each part uh, the on-market deals and the working with agents for pocket listings and then um, the um, off-market deals. Very, very good. And now, the top 10 questions. The top 10 questions. With Joe Arias. Alfredo, if you were given $10 million, what would you do with it? I would reinvest all of it. Uh, if I was given it to given it to me right now, right now there's a lot of deals going on because of the whole, uh, you know, coronavirus thing going around, and so a lot of companies that are not supposed to be going down uh, are going down, uh, but they're going to go back right up, you know, in the future. So I'd be investing in a lot of companies. I'd also be investing on a lot more marketing and. Uh, picking up a lot uh, more properties. That's what I would do with the money. Number two, Um, what has your mother taught you? uh, She taught me uh, a lot of hard work and uh, a lot of persistence to get you uh, to where you want to be. She, you know, I grew up with her and, you know, she was always there for me. So uh, I learned that 
uh, you know, you can, uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, it's, it's great, you know, to have people you can, uh, that support you. And, uh, I support a lot of other people too. Number three, what is your why? Uh, my why, I, uh, I want to create a, a big company, uh, a legacy, uh, for myself and my family. Uh, that's, uh, my big why. Number four, when you were a kid, what were you afraid of and why? Uh, when I was a kid, uh, I was afraid of actually just very, very few things I was afraid of. Uh, I mean, there were things I didn't like, but I wouldn't say maybe like the dark or sharks or, you know, doing your homework the wrong way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess when I was really young, I was afraid of spiders, mm. but I got over that really fast. Like, and and why? You know, that a lot, yeah, a lot of spiders, they, they're, not, they're kind of harmless. <laughs> you know, That's right. uh, very rarely do you find venomous ones. It's kind of like fear, right? It only grows in the dark. Number yeah, f- like it's- Number five. What is the best piece of advice you can give to someone that wants to get into wholesaling? Uh, go to a lot of network events, meet people, uh, and get some training. Don't just try to do it on your own. Number six, if you could ask God one question, what would it be and why? Uh, I would ask, yeah. I don't know. I guess the big question is, what is the meaning of life? That's always an interesting question. Uh, and the reason for that is, uh, I always, I've always wanted to know. I, I mean, maybe we create our own meaning in life, but you know, if there was some grand plan, that'd be interesting. Beautiful. Uh, Number yeah. seven, where do you see yourself in five years? So in five years, uh, I probably created a big uh, business, brought in a lot of Uh, employees. I'm trying to shoot for about 5,000 people uh, that are working with me uh, and, you know, doing a lot of deals. Number eight, what has been the biggest lesson you learned in real estate? Uh, biggest lesson uh, would be um, you want to make sure Uh, that you 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 don't slow down. Like you don't want to slow down because uh, once you start slowing down, it's hard to get the momentum back going going again. So I would say uh, if you know, just keep going faster, keep you know, doing more, but will inevitably you know get you to the results that you want. Absolutely. Number nine, as a wholesaler, are you an agent? And if you're not, would you become an agent? And why? I 100% uh, recommend becoming an agent. A lot of people say that you're limited by becoming an agent. The answer is no. A lot of people think it takes a lot of time and it's hard to get your license. No, it's not. Uh, I got my license in like, you know, a couple months. The questions are not that hard. And so I also recommend it because you can also relist properties from when you, when you sell them to investors. Once you sell it to them, you can relist it and you can make extra commission. Uh, for, uh, you know, helping them get that deal. That can be an extra, you know, you know between 10 and 15,000 per deal. Number 10, last question. What would you like to be remembered for? I'd like to be remembered for uh, helping uh, people get where they wanted to go. Uh, you know, making a difference in people's lives. 
uh, I think that's that's really important. Mm. Yeah, that's 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 great. Uh, thank you for all those honest answers, Alfredo. I I I know that you are into uh, coaching and mentoring, and we really appreciate that because we're in the same business into really uh, supporting people, empower them into achieving financial freedom and the life that they want to get. Um, you know, we're getting to the the end of the show, but I wanted to ask you about about the you were talking about the the power of being an agent, and you're absolutely right because you you're a wholesaler, right? You get your commission five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, but if you can also become the agent, then you get extra money. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, you just gotta you know be in agreement with your investors. So if if you get the deal in a contract. And then you're talking to someone who wants to buy that contract for you, from you. Uh, you just got to let them know that, hey, look, I can get you the deal, but you know you have to let me relist with you and let me be your agent. Most of the time, they're going to say yes because they're just going to keep getting more and more deals from you. It's a great uh, partnership uh, to have, and that way you're making more money per deal. Uh, you just got to make sure it's structured uh, correctly. Excellent. Um Is there anything else, Alfredo, you would like to share before we, we wrap it up? Anything you want to, you wanna, you know, and I'm going to ask you in a minute about your, your information so our students can contact you. But be, before we jump into that, is there any other information you want to share? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people uh, just know with the market. Market uh, has a lot to do with how well you do. In this market, there's going to be a lot more deals going on. So if you're getting started, It's a good time, and I mean the, the the market situation because of what's going on is not good uh, with the whole virus going around. But there's a lot of people who are going to need to sell quickly, so um, you're going to have a lot of deals and you know come in. And so right now it's a good time uh, to get started. It's a good time to 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 buy, right? Yeah, to buy them. Maybe wait a little bit until until the prices go. You know, I think that. They're gonna they're gonna keep on lower going down, but it, you know the market is always cyclical. So yeah, you don't want to wait. Uh, the idea of waiting is is also a kind of myth. Like it doesn't matter where the trajectory is going. You kind of want to keep you know ramping up yourself that way. You're doing more and more uh, because when the properties property values they're going down, but they also go up a little bit sometimes. So you're always wanting to pick up uh, decent properties. All that matters is you know the uh, the ARV right. Mm -hmm. after repair value absolutely mm -hmm. um, um, uh, Alfredo what's your where, how can our students reach out to you do, do you have like an Instagram uh, phone number an email yeah yeah they can uh, reach out, out through email or phone so my um, email is alfredo.horizonre at gmail.com and my number is 714-605-9316 excellent can you repeat your number one more time it's uh, 714 6059316 Excellent. And the last question for the show for you. What is real success to you? Real success goes back to being able to help a lot of people get to where they want to go. The more people I help, the more I feel fulfilled. Mm. So being a difference. Yeah, making a difference. Excellent. Alfredo, thank you so much. It's truly been a pleasure having you. Thank you for your generosity, your wisdom. You know, it's truly a pleasure having you in the show. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, I like to come on here and sharing what I know with people. Absolutely. All right, guys, everyone had a r great uh, rest of the week and we'll be talking soon. Take care.